Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello listeners, it's Daz here from Pint of Football and I'm going to be bringing you some fresh content today. This is the Ground Crawlers Live. Um, Anyone who's checked in with any of our previous Ground Crawlers content, you'll know that it's usually me and Tom reviewing some of the ground hopping trips we've done over the years. So if you haven't checked those out and you're listening for the first time, please give it a go. Today, I'm going to be doing a first live one I used to always write a blog when I went to new football grounds that I've not been to before, but sadly I haven't got the time to do that anymore. But I thought if I could at least record a few notes of what I get up to while I'm at the grounds, it might make a good addition to our podcast. This afternoon, I'm here at Stone Alderlanians versus Litchfield City, and it's a really good one for me to start with because Stone Alderlanians are actually playing at a new ground this season after their ground well-being park there's been some uh, disputes with the owners of the ground not sure of the exact politics of it but i know that stone Alderlanians decided to look at mere ka's old ground to come and move to rather than staying where they were at well-being park you can definitely look into the reasons, the politics, the logistics of why all that happened, but that's not really for me to talk about at the minute because I'm here to watch some football and we've got some Midland Football League action. Since I've lived in Staffordshire and the local region, Stone Delanians have actually been in three different divisions. When I first came across them, they were in the West Midlands Regional League Premier and then when there was a restructure a few years back, Alderlanians moved into the Northwest Counties League, Division 1 South, I believe it was. And after another restructure, which happened during COVID, not because of COVID necessarily, but just during COVID, the Alderlanians team moved again. And um, I must say, being in a league called the Midland League definitely suits them because they aren't Northwest County's team, in my opinion. I spent quite a lot of time following them from afar because the same season that they went into the Northwest County's first division south, I was volunteering for Stone Dominoes, who also ground shared at Wellbeing Park over at Yarnfield, and I was one of the match day um, helpers and then also took on the role of secretary when they struggled a bit. There's um, a lot more that I could say about that topic. As everyone knows, Stone Dominoes did end up folding. They ended up being non-existent in in an adult form 
still continue to have youth teams and I believe they are looking to set up a Staffs County League team in the near future. But for now, Stone Alderlanians are the only semi-professional team in Stone and that's why I've come to see them again today. It's the second time I'm seeing them. I watched them beat Stone Dominoes in a couple of derbies a few seasons ago when that happened. And Litchfield City, who are unbeaten so far this season in the league, I saw them a few years ago as well, probably about five or six years ago, in a local cup match against Sporting Calcer, another team who I follow avidly. Went to watch them at Litchfield and Calcer won 3-0 on that day, I think it was. So... In terms of my previous visits, it would seem as though Stone have the upper hand because I've seen them play and win twice, whereas Litchfield I have never seen win. But as I say, they are unbeaten this season, so they've got to be considered favourites. As a neutral, I'm going to go check out the game, check out the ground, check out the bar. I'm not sure what sort of state it'll be in. It's starting to rain quite heavily at the minute. I'm obviously, as always, not prepared for bad weather. I'm wearing not waterproof clothing and my shorts. But I'm going to get cold, get wet, hopefully find somewhere sheltered so I can carry on the recording in a bit. So we're underway. Just kicked off a couple of minutes late because there was a um, few youth team under 10s or something along those lines having the pictures taken with the players which is really nice to get things kicked off in this second place versus mid-table clash. Litchfield of course are the second place team unbeaten as I mentioned earlier and they're chasing on the heels of Hanley Town who are just at the other side of, of Stoke and they're also in action today so could be a big game because if Litchfield lose and Hanley win I think they'll go seven points behind which 12 games in is, is quite a lead for any team I know Hanley have had a lot of money put in this year a lot of big wages on big players but still got to get the results and Litchfield are trying to keep as close to them as possible at this early stage my prediction for today's game I think it'll be 2-1 to Litchfield I think Litchfield obviously go in as favourites as as unbeaten team in the league. They've only lost one game this season. That was a cup game, FA Cup game, qualifier against Nuneaton, which isn't a huge shock. Litchfield a few leagues below Nuneaton. And obviously Nuneaton quite a reputable team, former conference team. But yeah, good first impressions. It's um, a very charming old ground is probably the nicest way to put it. The strangest feature for me is that the main stand, red seats all the way along it, is actually behind the goal. And having the main stand behind the goal in non-league isn't necessarily a rare thing. I've seen that before. But to have it to run from corner flag to corner flag almost is quite, quite something. Looks, looks quite a mighty little stand. I'm not sure if that's the red seats were possibly a guess donated by Stoke City at some point but that's just a guess if anyone knows I'd be interested to know if that actually is the case fans 
fairly well stacked in attendance for a game of this level. I don't know how many there is exactly, but I'd say it's got to be around the 100 mark. It's hard to tell because it's raining, so everyone's just piled into the smaller standing area on the halfway line. We're about three minutes in, and the only real things to make note of of the match so far is that there's been two free kicks for Stone in the Litchfield opposition half. One's just been taken now, but as it stands, no chance to follow. Litchfield have the league's top goalscorer playing today. He's got 14 goals in 15 games, which is really incredible. That includes cup games, of course. But I think Stone have got a chance. They've definitely, in the first few minutes, looked more lively. In fact, they might have a chance here. Number 10, no, scuffs it straight at the keeper. I think on a, on a better pitch, he might have had a better strike. So yeah, here we are. We're at the game. It's on. The rain definitely isn't bad enough to call it off, which is really good. And I'm just gonna sit back and enjoy the first half. Halfway through the first half, we're about 27 minutes in, and Stone have just won a penalty right in front of me. Left winger had it, looked to cross it in, and I think it was a late challenge in the box. Litchfield uh, saying it was a um, contentious one, as, as you would when you concede. Just seeing that Hanley, who are top of the league, are losing 1-0 against Lye Town. So, both of the two remaining undefeated streaks in the league are looking a bit suspicious at the minute. Stone about to take the penalty. And there's about 70 fans here. Will they get the goal they deserve? Because they have played well so far. They've read the look a little bit, but they've played well. The action hasn't been too much near where I am behind the goal, but most crucially, it's when there's a penalty. And here we go. It's about to be struck. Oh, 1-0. It's in. Goal for Stone, Alderlanians. And that's definitely gonna cause Litchfield to want to spring into action. As I've already mentioned, they have got the league's leading goal scorer in their midst. I think he's playing as number seven today. Jack Edwards. So he's going to need to continue to contribute to the mass amount of goals he's got already this season. Can he add to it? It's worth mentioning that the pitch here, as you'd expect for a, a ground that hasn't been used for years, the pitch isn't in great nick. Very bumpy, very hilly, particularly in the penalty area here where I am. A lot of the grass that's still on its way to growing back, which will be helped by the, the rain at the moment. It definitely is a very well-worn ground, but that's no disrespect to the club or, in fact, whoever owns the ground because it has been ultimately a disused in semi-professional and professional standards at least for a few years since Mere folded. So you've got to give credit to both the club and ground owner for getting it up to league standards I think they've just done that <laughs> I don't think they've pulled any um, extras in 
but that's again no disrespect because it was quite a last minute decision I imagine based on what's been going on over at Yarnfield for them to make this move so you can't knock it at all I know a few years ago well probably a lot of years ago now probably about 10 or maybe more years ago Stone Dominoes did actually ground share here as well it's not the first time a Stone team has moved over the Stoke border to use a ground, the, the ground at Mere, but it definitely serves its purpose. There's plenty of seating, there's a few hilly uh, areas at the sides for people who want to stand under the conifer trees and watch from there. And as I'm speaking, Stone have won themselves a corner. They have a potential opportunity to get a second goal. The Stone Alderlanians, number 10, the short poacher, just had a quick glance over at me. Is he going to be the one to make the difference? It's, ooh, it's fired in. It's still loose. Goalkeeper picks it up. Goalkeeper took it well after a header from the Alderlanians defender. And now Litchfield have the chance to break. About seven or eight minutes to go to half time. And now there's a penalty for Litchfield. Slightly against the run of play, actually, but Jack Edwards, number seven, managed to pull off a great run. And after his shot was initially saved and fumbled by the keeper, the aftermath led to a penalty. About to be struck here. And as you can probably hear, that's one all. It's going to be a great second half. Still could be more goals in the first half, to be fair, but I think it's going to be a good second half. Let's see how it pans out. Almost an hour in and Litchfield are leading 2-1. Their captain with the second goal. And he's looked pretty formidable in the second half. He also had a really good run down the right-hand side, almost touching the line of the pitch as he did so. Ran all the way through. Set up his mates, but no, it wasn't to be a third. 2-1 it is at the moment. I'm just sat behind the goal. The main stand, as mentioned earlier, with the red seats. There's a lot of um, greenery growing through the cracks down the sides, a bit of moss on the wall, but it kind of looks like it fits the style of the ground that has obviously been closed for so long and now is reopened. Very much reminds me of a Western League ground down in the west part of the country, the southwest, where they've got quite a lot of what I'd call shabby but characteristic grounds. Not the biggest, not the hugest crowds, but they very definitely have the character about them. Nice row of uh, conifers down one side and overall the ground is quite well sheltered by the trees. I'm expecting a Stone Old Delanian's corner at the minute. Be a great time for them to equalise. There's just half an hour left now. Free kick gonna come in. It's well struck. Oh you probably heard the ripple as the strike after the free kick hit the Litchfield defender in a fairly, fairly vulnerable area, it's safe to say. Not sure if it was his gut 
or the old nutsack, but either way, when it's this cold, it's certainly got to do some damage. There was some very contentious stuff going on there. Stone broke, knowing they're 2-1 down. Not much time left, last few minutes. And the sharp number 10 appeared to just beat the keeper to the ball. And definitely the number 10 went down, whether the keeper touched him or not. It was a very fast-paced move. The ref said no, and then the following shot from quite a narrow angle really, flew over the bar, but oof, that was tasty. Not long to go and still 2-1 to Litchfield. From what I can see online, it looks like Hanley is still drawing 1-1 with Lye. So if it stays like this, the points gap will be closed quite nicely. To two points, which gives them every chance to leapfrog Hanley. I knew it'd be a close game. We saw just a few weeks ago the reverse fixture, and that was 3-2 to Litchfield against Stone. But obviously, Stone haven't been outplayed today, definitely not, and they also weren't outplayed last time, only 3-2 against the one of the unbeaten teams, one of the front runners in the league. As I say, it's been a good trip to the old ground of Mir Ka. Good to see it being used. 2010, I believe, was when the official semi-professional Mir Ka club folded. So it's nice to have it back and playing. Nice to see the floodlights on, albeit only five of the six sets for some reason. The lamp bulbs on the sixth fixture aren't attached at the moment, so maybe uh, yet to be installed. Thankfully there's enough light in that corner without it. And obviously the one thing you got to say is um, the clubhouse or the bar is actually in better shape than I expected. It's better than some of the ones I've been to at this level. Obviously the big downside is that there are no um, draft pumps, so it's all cans and uh, bottles, I had a, a Budweiser. But apart from that, yeah, not in bad nick for a once vacant club. And you've got to say the game management of Litchfield has been really good, it's particularly from the goalkeeper who has shouted throughout the whole match. You'll have heard him in most of these snippets, I'm sure. The time wasting has been there when needed. They've been calm on the ball, they've been calm off the ball. They've seen out some good attacks from Stone. Obviously, they've conceded a penalty early doors, went behind, responded well with their own penalty, and then went 2-1 up through their captain. But yeah, you can see why these guys are right at the top of the pile. And I think against any other team, certainly some of the ones around them, Stone probably would have picked up three points today. They've looked decent, decent value. They've had shots. They've passed the ball about. They haven't looked overrun in any particular area of the pitch. But ultimately, Litchfield have done enough today, I think. They're definitely going to maintain the unbeaten run. Whether or not they'll get the win, we're still yet to see. We've got a few seconds left. 
just moments after I said, I think Litchfield are going to hang on. Yeah. The Elanians have completely folded now. And just as I'm speaking, keeper continues with his game management plan. He's caught the ball, he's gone down in a heap, and he's spending, well, I would say the full six seconds, but I think he's actually spent about 12 already. <laughs> Referee happy to give him the leeway. The whistle goes and it finishes 2-1. Off to the Roebuck for a pint. Made it to the post-match pint at the pub. Wanted to end this poddy by saying thanks to anyone who's tuned in. Stone fans, Litchfield fans, non-league fans or some of our regular listeners. Just a reminder that if you've enjoyed this live Ground Crawlers episode, you'll definitely enjoy some of our other content. Definitely recommend, in particular, Lost Clubs. The second episode of the series is actually called Falling Like Dominoes and covers the story of Stone Dominoes. A good story to check out. Not a happy one, but a good one. And in the meantime, I'll see you at the next one. Podcast Network.